What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1 B2 Collective Podcast. Now, I want to start off by saying this: I'm very, uh, I'm very lucky. Uh, I'm very appreciative. I'm very blessed, and I'm all those things because um, the reason why, if you guys have noticed, I haven't been making content for the better part of August of 2021 for those that may be listening to this in 2022 2023 etc um it's because i personally went down with COVID 19 um the new strain for about a week and a half straight and spent about nine hours in the hospital due to that and then um my my wife spent a little over a week in the hospital with COVID and was put on oxygen and stills on oxygen and still needs my support. And so just a really quick disclaimer, no political shit involved, just my own point of view. Um, I've always taken this, this virus seriously, but I think, uh, my elevation of concern, my elevation of, um, my elevation of, yeah, concern is probably the best word to use, uh, has increased dramatically due to the personal interaction I had with the virus. And so for all those listening, the only thing that I can say is please take this seriously. Please, um, please recognize the negative implications this can have and, and please do your best to, uh, to stay safe. I think I want to keep it pretty simple and uh, that is why, though, you guys have not seen content uh, from me personally, whether it's in an interview format or a personal format and for the better part of August here. So having said that, um, what I want to talk about today is I want to try to get pretty granular when it comes to the ROI um, that creating new hiring strategies, aka beyond brand, beyond resume, little plug, um, focusing on employee experience, you know, uh, putting money behind employee experience strategies and, and talented individuals internally that, that, that put employees first and have that as a focus within their strategies and their mindset and the, and the core of who they are as a professional, um, the importance around all those things and then connecting it to the, the pure financials um, and looking at it as a as a CMO will look at an organization from a marketing and branding perspective and a communications perspective, looking at it as an engineer would look at it from a product perspective, potentially looking at it as if, um, you know, a, a founder or a CEO looks across the organization and really connecting the dots. What I want to do today is connect the dots around um the proactive and reactive cost associated and connected to employee experience and putting employees first. And again, the costs that are associated with, and also I don't want to look at and break down is how expensive it is to lose talented individuals, to not have talented individuals, individuals within your organization. And I want to tangibly point to so many different areas of uh, the world of HR and the world of people inside of our companies and hopefully wake some of you founders up, wake some of you uh, internal HR folks up to maybe push a little harder and to, and to make your voice known a little bit more inside the organization. And 
just anyone else listening that may be starting a company that is currently running a company that invests in companies that are an, an internal role at the executive or director levels inside of a company. Hopefully this 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 content makes a little bit of sense to you guys. So I think the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about the cost associated and connected during the hiring process itself. Not even folks that are internal, not even folks that are potentially connected to retention metrics and things of that nature. You know, we're not talking about current employees. We're talking about folks that are in the hiring process that are excited about potentially joining and being a part of your organization. I want to talk about that for a moment. First thing, uh, recruitment advertising. Um, There are costs associated with that typically in any mid-sized to, 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 to large organization. And, and frankly, you guys know my audience. I mean, if you are in the 100 plus range of, of, a, of, of a staff base, um, you're probably potentially spending money towards recruitment advertising. Um, second thing, agency fees typically are connected to the advertising. Temporary help. I want to talk about that for a moment. Most organizations in the startup space, small business space, mid, mid space, you guys are not proactive enough, typically. That is typically true. And so since you're not proactive enough, since you're typically not strategic enough, since you're not typically um, forward thinking enough, what typically happens is you are hiring for folks you literally need like yesterday. And what that does is that puts you in a situation where as you're going through the process, the roles, the responsibilities, the tasks that are associated with that role that you needed like yesterday, they still need to be executed against to fulfill an order, to just keep the machine moving. I don't care if you're a service, I don't care if you have a product, I don't care if you're in tech, I don't care what, what you're doing. Um, and so that, that can be qualified and quantified as temporary help. Someone has to do it, whether that's you can look at the costs that are broken down from an hourly or salary perspective from someone that should be doing three other tasks because it's a part of their role. But now they're, you know, filling in temporarily and doing other tasks until you can fill that role. So that's a cost associated. Um, and for employee referral programs, many companies have them, right? It's a, it's a, it's a cost that you come out of your pocket with typically when uh, when you have employees that are going to back for their friends, their colleagues, their family members to try to get them into the organization, that costs money. I don't care if it's hundreds or thousands, it's money. Um, and then I just can go down the list, skill testing, drug testing, background checks, um, branded giveaways that can be clothes, merch, things of that nature, swag, um, printing costs. That's a little bit of an old school metric that we don't really think about too much, but hey, it still happens. You know, that can be, you know, recruiting brochures, applications, etc. Um, we're talking about web development and maintenance costs. That probably is at a yearly basis. Um, applicant tracking systems, ATS systems, um, and then compensation and benefit programs and all of the you know, deals and partners that are associated with that in any monthly cost. And so if you look at just in the beginning of the hiring process, you're looking at certain costs that are either on a monthly, quarterly, or yearly basis. And so first step is that as a founder, as a leader, as anyone inside of an organization, 
Add those things up. Add up how much you spend towards recruitment advertising on a quarterly, yearly, or monthly basis. You know, add up your agency fees. Add up your temporary help costs connected to that particular role in that particular department. Add up your employee referral program and what that looks like um, on a per on a per employee basis. Add up your skill testing. Add up your drug testing partnerships and what you pay out of pocket for those uh, things that occur. Add up your background check fees. Add up your recruitment travel fees. Add up your branded giveaway fees. Add up your web development maintenance, all the things that are kind of pre-associated uh, with with uh, bringing someone in. Also, from a staffing internally perspective, add in your head of people fee, uh, cost, add in your cost uh, that are associated with any recruitment agencies and things of that nature. Um, add up um, any, of the, uh, any of the time of a founder, of a CEO, of a fellow employee that is spending, curating, crafting, architecting the job description, crafting, architecting, thinking about the impact that this role needs to have and thinking about how that person will fit into the organization, any of the upfront costs. And then again, you know, any of the core 18 type calls. And you guys know what that is. If you're, if you, if you have, um, listen to this podcast and you know what beyond resume is any of the beyond brand costs that are associated again you guys should know about that if you've been listening to this podcast there are so many costs that are associated before you even have someone enter your organization in a full-time or a part-time capacity and even a subcontracting capacity there are so many things that come up uh, ahead of time now let's get into some of the things once they are actually here employee salaries payroll cost, overtime, incentive compensation, medical insurance, life insurance, um, uh, survey reports and, and, and tools, um, employee and labor relations support. You guys, again, I just listed off some of those roles. Um, employee recognition awards and programs. Um, again, uh, employee employment attorney fees. Um, we're looking at health, safety, and security fees that are associated. Diversity uh, management program administration. Collaborations and partnerships with keynote speakers and consultants that you may be bringing in to support managers and leaders. Anything that you have that is associated to keeping a person inside of your organization. Um, the, the cost associated with a manager, just a literal manager of an in-given department that may be supporting and interacting with a new hire into your org. What I'm trying to break down and the point that I'm trying to hit home on and why I'm getting so granular and so specific and so detailed is the following. The things that I just mentioned have cost ranging from, let's call it $50 per month to thousands upon thousands of dollars over the course of a year. And those all can be associated and connected to you trying to get someone in your organization and to you trying to keep someone in your organization from leaving, as well as trying to make sure someone's productive. And so the point that I'm trying to make is for my founders listening, for my internal HR folks listening, it is important, it is a necessity, it is a must that you take putting employees first seriously at a metric level, at a granular metric financial level. It is important for you to take these things seriously and really wrap your head around why 
supporting an organization like the E1B2 Collective or supporting an organization like Gallup or spending some time researching or spending some time giving ahead of people $200,000 a year or spending a lot of time in allocating and listening to your head of people and allowing that individual to create the budget, not the CFO, not the CEO, not the COO. Why it's important for a CEO to be an employee first type CEO. Why it's important for a CMO and a COO to work together to make sure the communications in the employer branding division is done at a very tasteful and high level. Everything that I just spewed out of my mouth in that little 30 second rant is so, so, so important because you can save so much money. You can be negatively impacted financially by having folks that are either A, turning down your organization, that can be a really, really good fit. B, having folks that are accepting your roles that are coming into the organization, leaving in the first 90 days, which is the worst case scenario. There are so many costs associated that I just rattled off that are connected to that. Having someone in your organization for six, 12 months that during those six or 12 months, they're not productive because you did not have the processes, the best practices, the solutions, the employees, the partners, the tech to really understand the diverse aspects, the inclusive aspects, the equitable aspects, the variety aspects of a human, of the person you're bringing into the organization to make them feel whole, to make them feel safe, to make them feel understood, to make sure that you understand how they are operationally, to make sure the fit is there. There is so much connected to attraction, retention, engagement, productivity. You guys need to wake up and take all of this shit seriously. That is a necessity. It is no longer an option. And I wanted today to break down at a granular level, not the high level theoretical reasons, but the true reasons, the impactful reasons, the authentic reasons of why you should spend time, effort, money in a reactive and proactive energy to make sure that employee experience, heads of people, employees are the number one things you not only spend your money towards, but you spend your energy and your time towards. As you're getting excited about product rollout, as you're getting excited about marketing, as you're getting excited about operations or or technology, as you're getting excited about systems, you need to get excited about people. You need to have, at least in my personal opinion, four times a year, you're auditing any process, any strategy, any perspective, any energy, any meeting, any nuance that are connected to all of the things I mentioned to make sure that you are top of your game. That, in my personal opinion, should be the CEO's number one job. That's going to be the title of this episode, by the way. The CEO's number one job in the 2021 and and future world. Or I'll figure out a way to spin it. But that is my personal opinion. So, I think I did a good job getting back in the game here. Give you guys my thoughts, my perspectives. Hope you guys are well. Hope you guys are staying safe. And uh, we'll talk soon.